It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, Rams Nation. What's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Lockdown Rams. Woo! Your boy struggled through that open. I just landed back in America after a four hour delay in Mexico. My voice is struggling. But I'm here because I owe you a podcast. And if you're listening today, happy Thanksgiving. And if you're in the car with someone that's listening right now, if you're driving somewhere for the holidays and you're listening, I apologize to you for having to listen to my raspy voice. But to everybody else, I got to say thank you. It is Thanksgiving, right? So I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for all the listeners. I'm thankful for everyone that follows me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Everyone for their comments, their likes, their retweets. Thank you, Rams Nation. I have got a lot to be thankful for these days. I am thankful for being 10-1 and one going into the bye week. I'm thankful for Sean freaking McVay. I am thankful for Aaron Donald signing that big contract, coming to play this season. I'm thankful for Jared Goff and being a stud QB, not a bust, not a system quarterback. I'm thankful for the Rams organization being amazing these last two weeks, helping out with the shooting victims, helping out with everyone that was displaced for the fires. I am thankful for our offensive line. I am thankful for our defense scoring two touchdowns last game. I'm thankful for a lot. And we'll get to all that and more in this podcast. Guys, not going to be a crazy long one. I'm not going to get everything out I want to get out. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be spending tomorrow with some family and friends. So I'll be back on Monday with a full week of shows. So I am very much appreciative of everyone reaching out, asking when the next podcast is going to be, letting me know they are excited to hear a Victory Tuesday, Victory Wednesday. But now it is a Victory Thursday, Turkey Day edition. I'm just glad to be home. In America, I've got a little bit of a voice, and I'm going to give you everything I got today to share a little bit about my trip, my feelings on that game, and believe me, we're going to go deeper and deeper into this over the next couple podcasts. I just had to get on the mic and say what's up. You know I got to get this out of the way. Go subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to a podcast, we are there Lockdown Rams is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook group. I want to say thank you to everyone in the Facebook group. I logged on today and I saw like 70 comments that I finally got caught up on. I was going around liking like crazy. You guys are amazing. I appreciate it. If you haven't joined us yet on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, go find us. Lockdown Rams, all accounts. LA underscore rambling bear on Twitter. I've got tons of photos from a Mexico trip that I'm going to try to get up. We had an amazing time. I am so glad we went on this trip still. There was a part of me while watching the game that I was so, I don't want to say bitter, but a little bitter, but kind of like just jealous of that atmosphere. It looked amazing. If you were at the game, 
thank you for being amazing. That crowd was going crazy. I know the team fed off of it. You can tell points in the game where we really need to make a play. And that crowd was there getting loud and proud. And you better believe we we're down in Mexico representing. As you can tell, my voice is gone. Did a did one too many whose house, Rams house. But you know what? I had so much fun. I got to give a big shout out to everyone that came down and hung out with us at Buffalo Wild Wings. We had a great crowd. I want to give a special shout out to a few people that came and actually met me down there and uh, shared some drinks with me, talked some football, got loud, got crazy, represented for the nation. Jerry Duran and his daughter, Ginger, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for coming out, hanging out with me. We had some drinks. We talked football. We got loud and proud down in Mexico. It was amazing. So big ups to you guys. That was awesome. They are by far the coolest father-daughter combo that I've met in a long, long time. They're amazing. They were traveling around Mexico, having a great time, putting up amazing pictures. Uh, go give them a follow. Jerry is J Duran, D-U-R-A-N-1956. And Ginger is Ginger Ann, and that's J-I-N-G-E-R-R-R-A-N-N-E. So Ginger, three R's. And Andien, you guys were amazing. Thank you so much. Also, big shout out to Robert. You can find him on Twitter at No Short Electric. He took a bunch of awesome videos and pictures. Uh, him, his wife, and their son Junior met us out as well. I was just glad that everyone kind of reached out. We found a place we could meet. We had tons of Ram fans. There was a section of Chief fans, so there was a fun atmosphere going on there. We had a former L.A. Ram player, Chris Draft. He was super cool. He's going to come on the podcast uh, down the road. Got to chat with him about his time with the Rams, his time in the NFL. Uh, it was really cool to see. And actually, our bar was shown down at Buffalo Wild Wings, was shown on TV on the Monday night coverage, which was super cool. They did live shots down in Mexico City. Uh, so you, if you were watching the game and you saw some shots down in Mexico City, that was us. We were going crazy. As you can tell, my voice is gone with a capital G. But those are the special thank yous I wanted to give out today for everyone hitting me up and coming down, meeting me, supporting the podcast, supporting the Rams, not giving up on the Mexico trip, having a great time. Uh, it was great sharing stories with the guys, having some beers, obviously yelling and going crazy. And then that game, that game. Are you kidding me? The Rams and the Chiefs combined for 105 points, the third highest scoring game in NFL history. And oh my gosh, I could I could watch that game another 50 times. I actually was mad about my delay because they were reshowing the game on NFL Network and I couldn't make it home in time. But you know I'm going to track that thing down on YouTube or when NFL Network plays it again because I could watch that game 100 times. That was amazing. So many awesome plays. We'll get to all that and more. Another fun fact about that game and how big it was, 16.7 million viewers. That's the most watched NFL football game since the Lions and Cowboys back in 2016. Everyone and their mom was watching that game, and I don't think anybody was disappointed. Well, and maybe the Kansas City Chiefs fans were disappointed, but I don't care about you. Jared Goff continues to impress two touchdowns, I believe in like the last six minutes to retake the lead. That last one to Gerald Everett was just gorgeous pinpoint accuracy. And then Gerald Everett uses his toes to stay in bounds. Plays went bananas. And then the defense coming up with plays when they needed them. We'll get to 
all the individual players that made all these great plays because it's so hard to just cover it at the top. What we're going to do is, I don't even know how far I am into this podcast right now. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to gather some thoughts. We're going to jump into the game. I'll be right back after a word from some sponsors. This is Bear Modder, struggling through no voice, bringing you a Turkey Day special edition, Victory Thursday. We'll be right back after a quick word. More of Locked On Rams Thursday. The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry, you can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers Hunter Henry and the Falcons Hayden Hurst. A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyrod Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. It's your host, Bear Motter. I think my voice is starting to warm up a little bit. There's a bunch of people on the other side going, no, no, bro, it's not. It sounds terrible. But we're here. We're doing it. I'm back in America. I am back in the Lockdown Rams studio, and I'm throwing down on the mic. I want to talk about this game because we did a bunch of thank yous on the other side to all the people that were out there, to Rams Nation, to the organization, to everybody. But let's talk about this game because I... I just got to go watch it another 50 times and we're going to continue to talk about it over the next couple podcasts. And then as we start to turn the dial to uh, look at our next game, which is in Detroit and really quick fun fact for you guys, if you're living in LA, I've got some really exciting news coming up. We're going to be watching this game live down at Tom's urban downtown LA, right by LA live, right by the Staples center. I'm going to be hosting a watch party 
for that game. So if you guys live in the area, if you live remotely close in the area, come hang out with me. We're going to watch the game together. I'm going to have a bunch of gift cards to give away. They're going to have drink specials, food specials. I'm going to record a podcast live. So if you guys want to shoot me some questions there, uh, we're going to do it all there. I'm going to give you some more details, but I want to just start talking about that now so you can get that into your brain. Tom Urban's our next game, that Detroit Lions away game. I'll be down at LA Live throwing it down, hanging out with you guys. I had a blast in Mexico doing it, so I'm excited to do it here in L.A. But let's talk about this game. Insane. 51 to 54. I hope you took the over because 105 points says you won. Vegas got murdered on it, and I love it. Jared Goff goes 31 of 49, 413 yards, four touchdowns, and here's my favorite number, zero zero interceptions you go over to Mahomes yeah Mahomes had more yards 478 more touchdowns six but how many interceptions that man have three three interceptions plus Aaron Donald knocked the ball out of his hands twice two strip sacks five turnovers coming out of Pat Mahomes so yeah I'm gonna say Jared Goff had the better game you look at the NFL stat leaders Patrick Mahomes is on top as far as total yardage Right behind him is Jared Goff, I think by like 80 yards, not by a lot. But you know what? You can have the passing yards for now because we won the game. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Amazing. Okay, he did have two fumbles, but still. And of those 31 receptions, they went to eight different targets. Brandon Cooks led the way, eight catches, 107 yards. I was actually shocked when I went back and looked at the stats and realized that only one receiver went over 100 yards, but that's because our defense put up, you know, 14 points, put us in a couple great positions in field position. Josh Reynolds wasn't far behind, six catches, 80 yards. Talk about filling in, right? A lot of talk going around about what's going to happen with Cooper Cup out. Well, Josh Reynolds filling in the three games that Cooper Cup has missed so far. Josh Reynolds in those three games has had 14 targets. 10 catches, 141 yards, and three touchdowns. I think my man is going to be okay. And that's exactly what we need to fill in. Cooper Cup was doing great things for our offense. And here comes in Josh Reynolds. Him and Jared Goff seem to be working well together. He had another great game, a big touchdown, great catch in the corner of the end zone. Almost had another one, but his toe was out of bounds. Robert Woods, of course, always pitching in. Four catches, 72 yards. The first touchdown of the game, which was gorgeous throw to the corner of the end zone. And then we keep going over this, but our tight ends stepping up like crazy. Tyler Higby, six catches, 63 yards. Gerald Everett, three catches, 49 yards, and two touchdowns. Both those touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Someone get him on your fantasy team. He's got three touchdowns in the last two games. And as we talk about those tight ends and how much they've stepped up, this came from J.B. Long. First eight games, 27 targets, 16 catches, 168 yards, and one touchdown. Last three games, 25 targets, 19 catches, 240 yards, four touchdowns. I think it's safe to say McVay has refound the tight end, and these guys are not letting him down. Jared Goff as well. Looking that way, spreading out the ball. You talked about it when we had the three wide receivers, right? Cooks, Woods, Cup. How are they going to stop these three people? One gets hurt. We throw in Josh Reynolds, who I just told you has been a monster. 
and now all of a sudden we decided we want to throw in two more guys that we're going to throw the ball to. Oh, yeah, and then that's right. We got the MVP, Todd Gurley, who, in fact, did not score a touchdown for the first time in, what, 13 games? But that's okay. He still pitched in. 12 carries, 55 yards, three catches, 39 yards. McVay told us after the game that he kind of tweaked his ankle a little bit and that he was struggling through some pain in that game, but he did say he's going to be okay. Uh, But the first time in 13 games he didn't score a touchdown and no whining, no complaining for him. He was so happy. If you follow him on Instagram, he is just reposting his teammates, how excited he is. We've got a very unselfish player in Todd Gurley. Even though his 55 yards were the second lowest total of the season, he still, still is in the lead for NFL as far as total run yards, I think by like 100 over Zeke Elliott. So uh, this guy's still a monster. We expect him to be a big part, obviously, moving forward. Just in this game, you could tell it was going to be a shootout. It was going to be a quarterback showcase, and Jared Goff stepped up to the plate and made plays when we had to. In the fourth quarter alone, There were 35 points scored. That's mind-blowing. I am just so in love with this offense. I don't think I can say it enough. Uh, Overall, these guys just were absolutely lights out when they had to be. The most entertaining game I've ever seen. I am so jealous for everyone that was at the game. You guys did a great job. Again, it's been a while since I've done one of these podcasts. I don't even have my timer up right now. I feel like I've been ranting about this offense for a while. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back. We're going to rant about the defense. We're going to give away a couple quick game balls. We're going to wrap it up, and we're going to talk about how we're going to be back next week with a full slate of shows for you guys. I'm excited. We're going to have James Kroger back. We're going to have Vinny Bonsignor back. We're going to do a crossover with the Lions. We're going to have Serena Morales. It is going to be a full pack week. Thank you guys for bearing with me, pun intended, while I was down in Mexico losing my voice, but I'm back partially. But first, we're going to get a couple quick words from some sponsors. We're going to be back on the other side with defense and all that fun stuff. It's Bear Modder. It's the Thursday Turkey Edition. Happy Thanksgiving edition of Lockdown Rams. We'll be right back after this. All right, Rams Nation, who's host? Yeah, I said that about 900 times the other day. I'll post up some videos. Um, They're crazy. We had a blast down there. But we are back Thursday edition, Thanksgiving edition. If I haven't said it before, and I know I did, but I'll say it again. I am so thankful for everyone that listens to this podcast. Thank you for helping me grow this. It's been an amazing season so far. I'd be nothing without you guys. I appreciate all the downloads, all the likes, all the retweets, all the interaction on all social media, all the voicemails I've gotten. Thank you guys so much. You're incredible. I love doing this, and I'm glad that we are sitting here together on Thanksgiving Day, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, 10-1, and 6-0 at home, Only one little, little, little tiny loss down in New Orleans. And guess what? I have a pretty good feeling if they're going to try to advance to go to a Super Bowl, it's going to come through L.A. And I found out a lot about L.A. And having a home atmosphere on that Monday night football game was fun to watch. 
So thank you to everybody that's helped this get to this point. And thank you to the Rams for just producing an amazing product. And as we talk about amazing product, can we talk about the future Hall of Famer, Aaron Donald, tearing it up, four tackles, two solo, two sacks, two tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, one picked up, scooped up by Samson Ibukum, who, by the way, I didn't get to hear the broadcast because it was in Spanish, and that place was going crazy. But I did hear that uh, Jason Witten had a good time saying Samson Ibukum, and uh, I went and YouTubed it. It was pretty funny. If you haven't seen it or heard it, go check it out. My man was struggling. Everyone's struggling with his name. But, man, did he have a heck of a game. He is the NFC Player of the Week. Duh. He is the first player in NFL history with an interception, a sack, and multiple touchdowns in a game. That's right. Only player in history, interception, sack, and multiple touchdowns in a game. And then again, it was Ibukum with the pressure, which creates that throw and allows Marcus Peters to make that play. As we mentioned, Aaron Donald is a beast. I love some of the pictures and slow-mo videos I've seen of him jumping and just laying out and stripping Mahomes, allowing Ibukum to scoop and score. If you haven't heard J.B. Long's call, the Rams reposted it. It was so amazing. And then his other touchdown, which was the interception, which he just really goes to jump up and knock the ball down, ends up, finds it in his hand, turns it upfield, and then carries two guys, including Mahomes, into the end zone. It was absolutely amazing. Mahomes, after the game, said he was upset that he gave away 21 points. I'm like, no, bro, you didn't give away nothing. We took those points. You didn't give away anything to Aaron Donald. You got to know that that greatest defensive player in the NFL is on the other side of the field, and you cannot hold on to the ball like that. Aaron Donald making freakish plays. And then if you want to jump into our secondary, LaMarcus Joyner had two pass deflects. He also added seven tackles, five solo, of course, the game-sealing interception, which was amazing. And Marcus Peters gets a pick against his old team. Read the ball, saw it was going to come short, went and made the play, returned it for nine yards. Also had a pretty good game himself. Obviously, lots of points put up on our defense, and that's something that we're going to have to fix. But this is Patrick Mahomes, a Kansas City Chiefs offense that is just ruthless. Tyreek Hill had 10 catches for 215 yards. Kelsey added another 10 for 127. Kareem Hunt added 14 carries and 70 yards on the ground. That offense is crazy. We knew it was going to be a shootout, so I can't be too mad at our defense. Saw a lot of the national media go like, you know, how do you guys think they're Super Bowl tenders? They gave up 51 points. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, man. The Chiefs are putting up points, and that was one of those games where it was going to be going crazy. But again, I go back to what I talked about in the second segment, first segment, whenever it was. I'm totally out of it right now. Mahomes threw three interceptions. Aaron Donald had two strip sacks. Five turnovers. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Five turnovers to two. You win, you're plus three on the turnover battle. We win the time of possession just by about maybe a minute. I am totally good with that. Our defense made plays. And that's, what, that's basically what our defense is all year. They're going to give up points. Aaron Donald's going to get at least two sacks or more. He's going to cause a couple turnovers, and our defense is going to have to make two or three plays a game and allow Jared Goff to go out there and put up points, and that's how we're going to get things done. And then I can't get out of here before I talk about the special teams. First off, 
Welcome back, Farrell Cooper. Four kick returns, 78 yards total, 19.5 average. He had a long of 25. It was just good to see him back out there. I knew a couple times he probably should have taken a knee, but he wants to get out there and, and make some plays. He's excited to be back on the field. I was excited to see him. Greg Zerline goes two for two. He did miss that extra point, but he was six of seven. He had 12 points total. That first one that he missed was like a shocker. I couldn't believe it, but uh, all together, great game from him. Johnny Hecker, four punts, 222 yards, 55-yard average, three inside the 20, and that 68-yard bomb at the end of the game that brought Tyreek Hill back into the end zone, which I'm sure if he looks back at that, I mean, there's only like 50 seconds left. He wants to make a play, and he is killing it at this point during the game, but probably should let that go in the end zone, take the ball at the 25, and you know, start there without taking time off. He catches it, runs back in the end zone. Our coverage is all over it. He gets it out maybe past the 10. I can't remember exactly, but altogether an amazing, amazing punt. When you need a boomer, call up Johnny Heck and let him release the boot, man. 68 yards. I really think that put us in a great position uh, to put Patrick Mahomes in a position where he had to feel like he had to force the ball down the field. And that obviously ended up being the ball game when he forced it down the field. LaMarcus Joyner stepped in with the pick, sealed the game. Uh, emotions were crazy at that point, but unbelievable. We're going to do a quick little game balls. I don't have a play action ball. I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> play action ball is my voice. My voice gets the play action ball. Get out of here. We'll be back on Monday. Hopefully I'll have a voice. But my game ball, I mean, it's hands down. How do you not give it to this man? Samson Ibukam, unbelievable, unbelievable game. He has the two touchdowns, the interception, a sack, three tackles, two solo. The man was everywhere. He was flying around. He's pushing linemen. I saw this one solo video of him where he didn't make the play, but again, he just throws this 300-pound offensive lineman like he's nothing. He was feeling it. NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Bears game ball. You know what? Just because we're out here and I'm usually have James on my victory podcast and he's not here. He said to say what's up. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. He's out running errands, getting ready, cooking for tomorrow. My second game ball goes again to our tight ends combined. Nine catches total, over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Both of those to Gerald Everett. That's on 11 targets. These guys are a part of our offense right now. Unbelievable performance. I can't say enough about them. What Jared Goff did was incredible. Obviously, there's so many guys in this game. Aaron Donald. I mean, who has two strip sacks? Who does that? The man's a beast. You can't block him. It's awesome. So those are my game balls. Ibukum, the tight ends, and then I guess the last one, because I'm just, it's my podcast. I make up the rules. I'm going to give out another game ball. I'm like Sean McVay in the locker room. Just hand me balls. Just keep throwing me footballs. I'll keep giving away. I'm going to give it to the LA crowd. You guys were amazing. Watching everyone go bananas. Represent. Hold it down. Give us some home field advantage. I'm excited. I'm so excited for the playoffs. That was one little internal thing I told myself was, don't get upset you're not at this game. There's going to be another game coming up. I can't wait to go to a playoff game in the Coliseum. We keep playing like this. We're going to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. As long as we keep winning, it will be at the Coliseum. And then, you know what? Screw it. One more game ball. Everyone that was down in Mexico, big ups. Thanks for coming out to Buffalo Wild Wings, holding it down for Rams Nation, getting loud, drinking, having a great time, letting those Chiefs fans know who represents better. 
Guys, I'm so glad to be back. I'm excited for next week to have a full week of shows for you, bringing some awesome content. We're going to keep breaking this game down a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to have James on on Monday. We're going to talk to him, get his take on things. Obviously, he's going to pick my brain. We'll have more stories of Mexico come out. I know I didn't get to talk about it too much. I'm going to get out of here before I lose my voice completely. I got a whole day of turkey eating, beer drinking, football watching, relaxing, 10 and 1. LA Rams, Seahawks lose tomorrow, and guess what? We have clinched the NFC West. Even though internally I'm like, yeah, we, we all know that's coming, but it's going to feel good when it happens. Guys, you know what it is. Until next time, Rams Nation. Peace. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fancy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.